Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. How's the bacon, did you say? It's Dutra. Oh, what a fantastic hit! Roy Keane on Holland. Here's Sancho. Bonjour and welcome to the Prawn Sandwich Podcast. Today's episode, we will be going over our tournament phase and with this time, Nathan has chose France 1998 World Cup. I'm your host today as when the tournament kicked off, I was a mere five years old, so I have no <laughs> recollection of anything that happened. So all my trivia basically based off the World Cup film on Amazon Prime and YouTube and Google pretty much. Good afternoon, boys. Nathan Cupid. Bonjour. Mr. Jamie Jackson. Salut. Oh, nice. Nice. How are you getting on, boys? Lockdown. Doing you all right? Yeah, I, all, all good. All good. Yeah. All manager. Sleeping patterns all fucked up, but no. Ah, oh, funny manager's the king at the minute, like. <laughs> Big withdrawals when we're going back to work. Anyway. <laughs> Today we're going to go, like I say, over France 98, we're going to have a little recap over the group's knockout stages and final. Then we're going to go through some of the boys' favourite parts of the tournament for finally finishing with our customary 11s. Uh, so just a few things about it first. Sepp Blatter's first tournament as president. I've got to get the facts in there. <laughs> first, first tournament with 32 teams. First appearances for Jamaica, Japan, South Africa, and which surprised me because I was here, the, like I said, was young Croatia. They'd but only been an independent since then. Yeah, yeah. 171 goals in 64 matches, and U- RF Yugoslavia's last World Cup before they became Serbia and Montenegro. Yeah, I, I heard that. Because that's Scotland's you. last international oh, tournament. Oh, well. oh aye. Yeah. <laughs> Mascot was. Footix, which was a classic French cockerel. Yeah, it's quite like that one when I, when I seen it. Like, I'm a big fan of anthropomorphic animals in any respect. These are mascot. Them ones that Nave sent us the Japan Japan ones are class. Anyone needs to see them? Go to the J League mascots. They are good. So lads, we'll jump straight in. Here. Go over yeah. the groups. Basically, if anyone does watch the World Cup video, it's impossible to know where you're at because they just jump from yeah. Group A to the quarterfinals. That and go back to Group C, and then they go to the semis, and they go to Group D. I quite like how they've done it, to be honest. I wasn't a fan, can't lie. I know the tournament quite well, so it meant, like, I suppose if you were watching it without really knowing the tournament, then... Yeah, that's what, yeah. I, that's what I didn't get. It went from Group A, and then it went... It went. I think it went Group A, Group B, England, Argentina. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> but we'll start in Group A, so... Squads are announced. Group A consists of Brazil, Norway, Morocco, and as Nath said, Scotland. Yeah, I've got them for a fair fight in the first game. I did the. Yeah. It, t- it took a Tommy Boyd on goal to get a 2 1 <laughs> win for Brazil, which was quite surprising. My first ever bet on football was that game. I bet someone at school a pound that Brazil would beat Scotland. He was a Scottish lad. <laughs> <laughs> Brave Scottish lad. 
He paid up and all, eh? He's like nine-year-old. Nine <laughs> they had an awful squad. They had the oldest goalkeeper, Jim Layton. I think he was the oldest player in that tournament as well, like 39 in like 17 days or something. Like pure ancient. I remember like loads of hype with that Brazil team before the tournament because obviously Ronaldo had just been like two years on the bounce world player of the year. And mm. uh, the, like team of superstars like Roberto Carlos, Rivaldo, Danielson, who was like world record transfer at the time. Defending uh, champions? Yeah, I defended champions, of course. I like that they kicked off the tournament. I know, like nowadays, it's the host in it, but I like, yeah. the fact that the, I like the fact the defending champions kicked off the tournament. Uh, that's how it used to always be. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. I wish they'd bring that back. No, no, it's a nice tradition. Instead of watching yeah. Russia versus Saudi Arabia in the first World Cup game of 2018. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brazil like tough start. Scotland made it hard for them, um, but as I said, Tom Boyd's own goal. Later on, got a two-one win. Ronaldo was kept a bit quiet. Um, it was the it was the opening game that like I remember at the time. Morocco, I not like I know in the end Morocco didn't go through from the group, um, but Mustafa Hadji from yeah. Morocco, like quality in that group stage. Obviously, got his move to Coventry on the back of this. But it was like it was like when we mentioned when we've done like the 2002 World Cup. Like back then, you didn't have as much access to foreign players. So when you were watching tournaments like this, you'd have never heard of a Mustafa Hadji or something unless you were like a seasoned pro and champ man or something <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Or Mark Whitfield. <laughs> did they have um, use of Chipo as well? Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, Chipo and Hadji both went to Coventry. Um, it's, uh, that, um, that Norway side had a big Premier League influence on it. Yeah. Like Sorry, Andre Flo, Stigging Bjornaby, Henningberg, Ronnie Onsen. Well, Flo's brother Havard Havard Floy played for them as well. That that game two two that Morocco Norway game. Brazil smashed Morocco three 0 Scotland one with Norway. Yeah, Ronaldo, Ronaldo came to the party then. Um, Scotland actually picking up a World Cup point. Bit of a novel. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that that second game was when Ronaldo came to the party. Ronaldo, Rivaldo, Roberto. Roberto as well. He was mint in that tournament. Yeah, well, they didn't. I can't remember if Romario was injured or they just fell out with the manager, but for some reason, Mar- Mar- Romario didn't go. Um, they took like Edmundo, Roberto, Ronaldo, Danielson instead. Um, Scotland's 1 1 draw. Craig Burley getting Scotland's only goal. He bleached white hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he thought he was a bit of a player, didn't he? Craig Burley. He yeah, proper thought it. he was a bit of a player. Yeah. And then uh, such a it's such a minging team. It's old. Very old. It's just minging, isn't it? Like Calderwood and Hendry at centre back. Both their subs were both their <laughs> substitutions were defenders. Ah mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's hard to think that we like scraped Euro two thousand qualification against them in that playoff like awful. They not changed their team a lot by then though. Hmm? They're not changing the team a lot by Euro 2000. Not really, really. I think you, you've like Don Hutchinson. Don Hutchinson. Yeah, yeah, Don Hutchinson has been in there. Henry anyway. was still at centre back. Ah, let's keep going. <laughs> last, last round, of, last round of Group A was the big, uh, was the real shock, wasn't it? Brazil didn't do uh, Morocco any favours at all. I oh, know that's like Norway's greatest ever result in their history. Two-one yeah. uh, against Brazil. Yeah. Tori Andre Flo's goal in that is unreal. Quality result. Absolutely got in for Morocco, like as, as uh, said. They're really impressive in the in the game 
against Norway and like Hammer and Brazil, um, Scotland they would have got to full time and then they seen the other result they'd have been absolutely devastated. Oh, the default they were through. Yeah. No, you, you would, he wouldn't have thought Norway would have went on to beat Brazil like that. Yeah, they but, would. Uh, <laughs> Henning and Ronnie Johnson at centre-backs, man. Oli Solskjaer up front. Champions League winning three there. So, I, yeah, I, let's feel sorry for Morocco. Solskjaer didn't even start. <laughs> Not bothered. He's part of the squad, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, uh, Brazil and Norway through from Group A. Morocco and Scotland going home. Right. Uh, Group so, B. Group B, Italy, Chile, Austria, Cameroon. Yeah, that's an exciting Chile side, that. Yeah. Um, I was surprised when I watched the video, like... Marcelo Sal. Yeah. Just, uh, just, uh, just after his move from um, um, from South America over to Lazio. Don't forget Zamorano and Sierra. Yeah, some uh, top players in that. <laughs> Clarence Acuna and all. <laughs> <laughs> Get in. Javier Margas, he played in the Premier League. Wow. Is that could June, be West, West Ham, maybe. I stand out for that group was Christian Vieira scoring four goals in the group stage. <laughs> he was mint in that World Cup. And the, did you see that 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 two all draw with Chile in that game as well? Baggio like got like Roberto Baggio had a pen to take on the 84th minute, and uh, like if you watch the clip when he like he wins the pen and you can see like he's like proper hitting it. Um, <laughs> He get he gets up and takes it himself, and it's like sort of some kind of like semi redemption, semi redemption from '94 uh, miss. Oh um, yeah. In that in the other game, Cameroon conceded late on against Austria, and it finished one one. And then uh, Chile won, Austria won. I another late Austria goal, um, another goal for Salas as well. But um, so well, groups wide open at this point. Yeah. Um, for going through Italy three, Cameroon nil, Vieri with another two goals. Kind of was like, yeah, was this when he was at Atletico Madrid? Was this? Yeah, we, was this when he was at Atletico Madrid? Uh, was it? 98, possibly. Yeah, I think he went. Yeah, I think he went to Lazio after this. Yeah, and then
Denmark, um, South Africa, and Saudi Arabia. That's a ringing group. Ah, it is. I. That's, like, that's the one I, you don't want to watch any any games from that group. <laughs> it's it, to be fair, it's, it's a decent it's a decent group to like to actually go back and watch because France ended up having to rely on Henri and Trezeguet because uh, all of injuries. Injuries to Dugary and got, like Stefan Givach, or, like although he wasn't particularly good, Givach, but two nineteen-year-old kids, nobody Zidane, really knew about Zidane Henri getting sent off. Yeah, Zidane getting sent off in the second game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like Henri was like a winger at the time, really, and uh, yeah. had a, had an unreal World Cup. Is this um, before or after his move? Will he be at Arsenal by then, or was he at Juve? Nah. No, he's another year away from Arsenal. He'll either have just gone to Juve or he'll move to Juve just after Monaco. Just after Cup. It was around that time, but he, he, Arsenal was like nine when he joined them. Sound. Uh, but him and Trezeguet were only 19. Yeah. Each, they? Yeah. They were just taken as young, but I love Trezeguet. Quality. Uh, was it like the record goal scorer for a foreign player in Syria? I see yeah. that along them lines, I. Hey, what was good about um, this group in Denmark, Michael Lod- Laudrup's like, glorious return to international football. <laughs> It threw a surprise though in the second game they drew one one with South Africa. Fair play to South Africa on their World Cup debut. Yeah. Considering Sean like, Bartlett. Considering like, future Charlton star Sean Bartlett up front. Considering Denmark had won the Euros what like six years before. Yeah. So they became like they weren't a mint nation, but they became a known nation. Aye. They were a solid side, Denmark. And like as mm. I said, Michael Laudrup like come out of international retirement for this after he'd retired just before the '92. So his brother's got a winner medal from '92, but he's not. He, he, he rejected the, the call to go back, didn't he? I did. I like. And we're not going to win that. <laughs> he, got the, he got in the team of the tournament, though, didn't he? Yeah, he had a quality. He had a Michael Laudrup, he got in the tournament in the team tournament. Tommy Sorensen should have been in that. <laughs> I think he joined Sunderland that summer. Thomas Sorensen. I will have from Odense. Right. Straight forward for France. Three 0 win. Four 0 win. T1 win. Yeah, Zidane sent Nine off points. against Brazil. Yeah. Um, he loves that so, temper to Zizou. I know. But uh, is um, I know it's first World Cup red card. I was, shocked, um, I was shocked how many red cards they got through the whole tournament when I watched it back. I totally forgot that Desai got sent off in the final. And oh, me and all. Me and all. Lauren, Lauren Blanc got sent off in the semis. This is um, this is Desai's first like tournament for France as a central defender as well. Yeah. Number eight. Number uh, eight. But it it always been a it always been a central midfielder for them. That's why. Un- so like, unbelievable un- powerhouse of a midfielder was Desai. It's still no excuse for them being number eight. You knew he was going to play centre half, so don't give me that number. Pretty straightforward. France and Denmark through Saudi Arabia and South Africa going out. Yeah, that that France squad like it had some absolute like stars at the time, future stars, but it also had some absolute shite when you think about it. <laughs> Bernard Diomede, like come on. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Petit was mint that tournament. Yeah, he was. It was absolute class. Yeah, he had a good tournament, Petit. I was watching, obviously, back and Vieira must have been just coming off the bench, yeah? Must have yeah. been young. Then. Wasn't and Pires when he shot her. Yeah, the, the favoured uh, Christian Carambu over Patrick Vieira. <laughs> Isn't, um, what's his first player? My manager now, Deschamps. I do, yeah, yeah. Deschamps. See his, see his grey hair in a lot of the videos. Good, def- good, good player, did he, Deschamps? And- was, it was class. Um, so, Group D. Group D. Nigeria, top it. Yeah. Paraguay, second. And Spain and Bulgaria, third and fourth. What a letdown for Spain. Uh, their glory it. time's like eight years away. No, but that, no. that, 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 that Nigeria, ten. Uh, ten. And Nigeria side had won the Olympics two years before. 
they generally believed that they were going to win that tournament, the Nigerians. Ah, they were on paper, the teams that they had was I, absolutely. I, I remember their gaffer in the press being like, uh, we're not just going to compete, we're just going to, we're going to win it. But <laughs> 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 well, JJ Okocha had like JJ just Ocotcher. for like 14 million. Like, obviously, he was a star player, but like they'd won the. Uh, They'd run the Olympics two years before. They had like a good pedigree going into this tournament, yeah. but unprecedented them beating Spain in the opening game. Three two. Yeah. Ol- Olise with an unbelievable goal. <laughs> Sunday Olise. <laughs> Fans are minting that video and all. That the oh, the, <laughs> the fella that's literally painted green and white top to the <laughs> Love an African fans call full out like that. Like quality. Like it's a proper party in it. Nah, yeah, it's mint, it. man. It's mint. What's about? That's why, like, I know it gets hated as a tournament, but the the two on ten World Cup was pure fun. I loved it, mate. I loved the South Africa World Cup. Pure fun. <laughs> another thing on num- another thing on numbers though. Canu number four. Oh my man. <laughs> <laughs> does does what he wants. Does King Canu. Hey, we can't play in that squad though. Into Rebo West's hair in this. Just got yes. oh spider on his head. Unreal man, what lime that's... green hair. <laughs> Paraguay, Chilever. Yeah, yeah. Got to mention Chilever. Oh, hit the bar against Bulgaria. <laughs> I did. I. Rocket mine. Let's look at the Spain squad though. They still had some players. Well, it was like, Raul's first tournament. Raul's first tournament. Zuba Zuba in net. Because Cassias wasn't prominent yet. Hierro Morientes. Afonso, Luis Enrique, Campo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, Luis Enrique. Was it K- Kike? Kiko? Kiko. Yeah, he played. So I, Nigeria and Paraguay sail through. Anything else on that group, lads? You want to say? Or just pretty much just Nigeria won it. Class. Yeah. Bul- Bulgaria had finished fourth in '94. And, uh, yeah. and then they're getting like obviously it's an aging squad and like Stoichkov like by this point is in mid 30s but like still for Nigeria like vibrant young side to go and beat them like really impressive that yeah absolutely like Nigeria topping that group like that wouldn't have been predicted before that at all Group B Holland and Mexico top it five points each Holland take it on goals uh, Belgium third Korea Fourth, South Korea. This, this this Holland side, like this, this tournament was full of controversy with them. It was a big divide in the changing room between like the it was it was a colour issue really. Um, just, just nice of Burkham to actually travel away for once. <laughs> <laughs> well, David had left the squad two years previous in Euro '96, didn't he? He he bolted out of that. Is that what it was about? It was about race, yeah. Uh, it, it was like a thing over who was actually like pure Dutch and who was of like different uh, yeah. background kind of thing. Yeah. It was, it was true like, area. They're a bit of a volatile group of players anyway. They're, like they're always falling out. Yeah. Always controversy. Like, well, they're a very like, volatile nation to be fair. They're very outspoken and just say like, what comes well, into their look, head. Look at the way France have like carried on for like the last few World Cups um, when they've like fell out obviously not the one that won but like in 2010 and like they had fallouts in like 2012 at the Euros and stuff yeah I bought a sex tape not <laughs> 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 racism because <laughs> Val Burner's missus was getting piped <laughs> to be uh, to be but fair though like that Dutch like I dare say apart from maybe the two finalists as 
a kid at that time, I maybe thought the Dutch were as close and could have possibly I, won that tournament. Look, one thing I do remember is from about then till like 2008, my dad always banged on about the Dutch are going to win some of the Dutch are going to win some of they had a very good squad. They had an amazing team. Um, like you, always, you always hear about the, the 80s teams, but the 90s teams are still decent. Oh, they had a great side. They were just full of like a lot of like big egos that didn't get on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's worth, we, we didn't touch on it before, but it's worth mentioning like before about France. Um, I watched the documentary where there, there was a lot of issue on race and players being picked for France that were have like African backgrounds and stuff before this there's a big um, political debate and stuff going on and so it was like quite fitting like what ended up happening like they, they made it out like a narrative that like the France football team brought them all together kind of yeah. thing um, it was just like the, the crack about Holland there just reminded us of it tell you about um, one one diva in the Holland squad Pierre van Hoydonk <laughs> yeah I know like fr- from the back of a promotion season with Nottingham Forest <laughs> <laughs> He went on strike after this. <laughs> nice to see uh, Jimmy Floyd in there, though. Yeah, when he did. Uh, yeah, Zend, Island, then. Uh, young mm. Zen. Um, such then a good squad. Started, like... Such a good squad. Mm. Um, to be fair, as well to the Mexicans, I've just went through their, t- their squad, and I, know, I have my hands up, I don't know any of them. So for them to get through. Blanco. Blanco? Blanco, number 11. Jorge Campos, the goalkeeper. Oh, not Blanco. I must have skipped past him. But like, other than that. George Campos, pure legend between the sticks. Oh, They're all. A lot of them were all from the Mexican League. Yeah. A lot, a lot oh, yeah. Um, so we went through from... Holland and Mexico. Five Mexico. points each. Both um, won one and drew two. Mads, Belgium went out despite not losing a game. They drew all three. And then in another group previous, like Chile went through. <laughs> Chile drew all three. <laughs> <laughs> so Group F, uh, obviously the Germans top it. Yugoslavia second. Iran third. And United States fourth. Even though Germany and Yugoslavia finished with seven points each, Germans picked it on goals. Yeah, it's probably, you know, something out of this whole World Cup and trying to rack my brain and look back and trying to remember what I remember, like, from when I watched it, when I was, like, nine-year-old. This is, like, the memorable group out of all of it. The only thing that stands out massively is obviously the Iran. Yeah. Iran it's getting drawn into the same group. Aye. Like, after the, the Iran <laughs> and the Iran hostage crisis in, like, 1979 and 81. Uh, through to 81 like there was a lot of like build up around this but they ended up like exchanging gifts at like the start of the game and stuff and it's quite nice really put to bed a lot of uh, like political hate and stuff yeah Iran made that true in their celebrations like yeah <laughs> oh People yeah go back and listen to our MLS episode about American football like this this one's this one's poor yeah you've got like Claudia Rayner and Brad Friedel but a lot of them are yeah a lot of them are poor Yugoslavia Dejan Stankovic Pitch. Yeah, my, yeah, my, my Halovic as well. Oh, of Aston Villa and Palmer yeah. firm. Um, an old, like, former Watford manager, Slavisa uh, Djokanovic as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice, nice, Jamie. <laughs> oh, that was mint. I got my uh, Mijatovic mixed up with uh, Milosevic there. Savo Milosevic. <laughs> Wasn't a great German side, like. Well, it still had Jürgen Klinsmann in it. Well, 33 year old. Obviously, they'd won Euro 96, and then this is the first tournament after that. But if you remember the tournament after this, like, where they finished bottom of a group, it was a massive rebuild, like, yeah. that started after this tournament. Yeah. A lot of aging names in there. Oh, I'm looking through it, yeah, definitely. Bit, bit of a transition period. <laughs> like Jay said, we'll, we'll skip on if you want, because that was a bit of a boring thing. Yeah. So we'll go to Group G, England's group. Second, yeah. as England liked in disappointing tournaments, <laughs> top of the group was Romania, third, Colombia. 
Syria and fourth Tunisia. <laughs> a lot so of hair. A, a lot of crack about hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Valderrama's wig and then uh, like obviously like Romania in their last group game all bleached the hair blonde. They did. Beckham. Gosh, Beckham and, and the curtains. It was, it was a weird one this because like England, Glenn Hoddle like when you hear any of the pros around this time will say it was an amazing tactician but man manager was awful. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like from the start he didn't like the fact that it was like Beckham, the amount of media attention and stuff Beckham got, and he like he didn't play, did he? He dropped, yeah, he didn't play him in the first game. Chose Anderton over him. Yeah, well, he played played three five two. Yeah, back. So when Beckham played, he was like either playing right wing back or like Um, but he he didn't play him in that game, and then sent him out to do a press conference after. (laughs) And like Beckham, I think was only like twenty one or something at the time. Exactly why I hate, I hate Glen Hollow. Like I cannot stand him. I remember, I remember hearing like that, like Alex Ferguson was absolutely raging that Glenn Hoddle had like sent a kid out to like talk about the game they hadn't even played in. He was clearly upset that he hadn't played in, and that he was like just just poor man management from the start. Um, yeah, well, like I say a lot of them, a lot of them say it. It's I think uh, personally speaking, I think if the FA had just managed to sort things out with Terry Venables, I think we'd have been <laughs> a little bit more competitive in '98. I mean it. No, I do. I do. I generally do mean it. It took I'm Gaza. not saying you're wrong. I don't know, but I just... it have picked Gaza. I think that team needed Gaza. I think he just <laughs> did, he didn't pick Gaza because it had to be the game. It had Gaza. to be. It had to be. The, you know, honestly, watch games in the build up to that. Paul Gascoigne was unbelievable. He deserved to go. He didn't pick Gascoigne because it was the Glenn Hoddle show. With, with Gascoigne, though, I can see why managers don't pick him. Oh yeah, I can totally understand why he wouldn't. Because you, you, you totally put yourself on, on edge. Is, he, is, is, it just come out the press he'd braid his wife and <laughs> he yeah. wasn't a, like he wasn't obeying by the rules like he'd said you, you're there you come in just abide by the rules don't go out stay in but he wasn't he was going out he was breaking curfew he was being Paul Gascoigne but uh, like you, you need a spark like that who are you taking David Batty or Paul Gascoigne he <laughs> we'll picked Les Ferdinand and we'll Paul Merson as well Paul Merson was playing for Middlesbrough in the championship for God's sake Huddle out. Gascoigne was playing for Middlesbrough in the championship. But yeah, but who do you yeah. rather have? Gascoigne or Middlesbrough? Gascoigne or Merson even? <laughs> I know who Mercy's, I picked. Mercy, Mercy sound for camaraderie. Nah. Now we now the world knows that David Batty hates football. Then yeah, fair enough. I might not have took David Batty. The amount of people that say the perfect person to miss that penalty against Argentina would have been David Batty because he was just like, I'm not asked. Nah, that's why I love him. <laughs> nah, prick. Oh, man. Anyway, um, so beat Tunisia two and in the first game. Yeah. Um, then Romania beat Colombia. Um, and then the, then the stumble against Romania in the second game. <sighs> it was kind of typical England, that wasn't it? Beckham yeah. free kick. <laughs> didn't even play Romania game. Like, he, 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 he didn't bring him into the Colombia game. And then obviously they he scored as Dave said there that free kick. Um, Darren Anderton scored the other one as well, I think. Did he? Did I? Um, like playing Anderton as a right wing back in that game and Beckham in centre mid with Paul Ince. Um, man, Rob Rob Lee Rob Lee came off the bench in that game. This is what I mean, man. I'm starting to <laughs> listen. I'm starting to listen to this. <laughs> this is <laughs> what I mean. Squad. This is what I mean. You know what I mean? Like. Ugh. <laughs> it's humping it's humping it is no it, it is it, it wasn't a, a golden period of no it's anyway English. a golden period for England was a young Michael Owen yeah I was. he was uh, really on fire in when he, one, 18 one, old. one young player of the tournament yeah. In, a, yeah. in, in, in a tournament that we also, also said before 
consisted of a lot of young good players, like you say, Etu, Trezeguet, Henri. Yeah. So for him to win that, and I'm not an Icelandic fan, but I can see why back then everyone was like, whoa. Yeah, no, definitely. It was like the, like, whereas like at the end of it all, Beckham was made a scapegoat. Like Owen was heralded as like the new Jesus. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come on to that when we get to the next Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just um, it he comes on in. But just just one thing on that Romania game where they dyed the hair. Um, I read an article before where um, it was meant to be. I thought at the time it was like a distraction technique, but it was just kind of meant to be like team bonding and banter. Um, but the Romania manager said um, it it was an act that angered God, and that's why they went out in the next round. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Keep it in Bucharest, man. Jesus. Final <laughs> uh, group. Group H, yeah. So the RGs, uh, top it. Croatia, Jamaica, and Japan. Yeah. Make it up. Like, good that, like, all three of them are like their first World Cup. <laughs> yeah. in the same. Jamaica, like, some of the players in that Jamaica side, man. Like, just, just, <laughs> just run through me. Theodore Whitmore of Hull City. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rob, Robbie Earl, Dion Burton, Robbie Earl, uh, Get in. Claire, Ian Goodison, <laughs> class. I love their kit. Their kit was uh, tidy. It's a very good kit that tournament. We'll get on that, the kits. That's absolutely mint that Jamaica made it to a World Cup. Absolutely quality. I think Japan are off their first time getting to a World Cup. Like yeah. Japan, are, Japan are like the best Asian nation now. So then to start off there 20 years later to be the best one. A certain megastar number eight playing for them as well. <sighs> I captured the Carter. <laughs> nah, I was about Shinji Ono. <laughs> um, but like pretty, pretty straightforward for Argentina that group. Oh, yeah. I tell you what, I did. I tell you what, I did have to do after watching the film. I thought I was watching a different game because the guy was like Japan's first thingy. They had a kid front called Lopez. I was like, eh, what? What is this? <laughs> I think the Kangaroo was actually them. They did. Uh, Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> quality um, yeah I Brazilian born it was quite funny that because in the next World Cup they had a Brazilian born player called Alex playing for them as well which <laughs> oh absolutely why not <laughs> um, Batistuta on fire in this group stage scored the, the World absolutely. Cup Patrick Argentina also doing what Argentina do best naming the next Maradona <laughs> Ariel Ortega oh El Burrito every tournament El Burrito I'm really excited right to see what happens when Messi retires from national football and who the next new Maradona is going to be. Oh, uh, it won't <laughs> be. It, one, it, it won't be Maradona. Every, it won't be Maradona. It'll be oh, Messi. the next Messi. The next Messi. Yeah, nobody has done anything internationally, so Shit. that's what they do it for. That's what they do it for, isn't it? The next Maradona because he won them the World Cup. But uh, yeah, yeah famous for that. Argentina. <laughs> Stewart with four goals over the group stage. Um, it was Argentina's sale to qualification. Yeah. Continues yep. the record of the highest goal scorer in a World Cup tournament until Argentina get knocked out. Nice. That that uh that Croatia like I know it's their they've only had independence for seven years at this point, but like what a team of players that was. Well yeah, like, they've done well in ninety six as well, didn't they? Davosuk, Boban, Stanic, Robert Yarni, Dario Simic, just a, just, just a quick one on Argentina, because obviously I was like say I was five year old, and obviously going back. Was Raquel May not that good there? Raquel May was only like uh, 18 or something. Yeah. Right. Fair play. Because I just uh, thought I would see his name. Like maybe he's even a youngster. But uh, like Ortega, Veron, like would have been in there. Zanetti, Crespo. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of good players in that side. Yeah. Uh, 
Sorry, did you, to... hmm? was it like Slavin Bilic like played with a massive gold hoop earring like during the <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can see why he's a rock star now with that hair and all that he had back then. Uh, yeah, pure eighties rock hair that like. Just, just listening through the players, like a, a young Igor Tudor as well, um, Igor Stimac, Dario Simic, as I said, like just some really good players. Um, like looking back, it's obviously not a surprise to see how well they're done, but like at the time, it was really unseeded. They weren't even seeded. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was what was meant about it. Like an unseeded team doing what they were doing. I think regardless of England winning or like, because England have to play the winners or the runners-up in this group depending on where we finished, um, we'd have been fucked either way. We, 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 weren't, we weren't getting past either of these sides. Sorry, like, but we weren't. We weren't like. Not with that squad. Team, it depends. And mm. uh, with 10 men and an arguable goal, which we'll get onto anyway. We'll, we'll get on to that. Aye. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I am going to rant on that game, Mike. <laughs> they punched. They punched one in the net against us, man. Argue anything. Argue it. Right. So should we move on to the knockout phase then? Yeah. Knockout stages are next. Absolutely riveting stuff so far. That was part one of episode 23 of the Prawn Sandwich podcast dedicated to France 98. Join us in part two of episode 23 as we go through our favourite one, two elevens from this tournament. We also talk about the knockout phases as well as the final itself, our favourite kits, our favourite players, maybe even our favourite teams that we like to look out for during that tournament as well. Enjoying what you're hearing so far? Then by all means, please join us for part two. I'll let you get back to listening to the theme of this World Cup, Carnival de Paris by Mr. Dario G. Thank you very much, listeners.